Never gonna give you up. Never gonna let you down. Never gonna run around and desert you. Hello and welcome to the next episode of Matt and Todd Go to the Movies. The podcast where Matt and Todd go see a movie at our local Regal Cinema. And then we sit in the parking lot. We talk about it. Do we like it? Do we not like it? Can we endorse you seeing this movie in the theaters? Can we not? Um, sometimes little life updates. You know, you, you never know what you're going to get. It's a mixed bag. I am Todd Doma. And I'm Matt Malloy. And yes, welcome to another podcast where we are going to tell you what we think. Um, tonight's movie that we're going to be discussing is called Licorice Pizza. Um, I'll get into why I'll get into later my problems with that name, but I will say <laughs> that um, I do favor the correct pronunciation, which not many people do, of mm. the word licorice. Mm. It's liquor ice, licorice. That's good to know. I've never cared. Yeah. But maybe I'll join you on your vendetta. Wow. Licorice. Licorice. Licorice pizza. Not licorice. Not licorice. Licorice. That's, that's how everyone says it, but everyone's wrong. So now when someone says they like black licorice, I can we can correct them on like, not liking on liking a crappy form of licorice and they're not pronouncing it right. That's one option, Todd. But the other option is you can silently judge them and laugh at them later. Mm. <laughs> Both are good. Licorice. Or well, laugh double at them later for what they like and how they pronounce it. True. Well, anyway, this movie is called <laughs> Licorice Pizza, and uh, it stars uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman's son. Cooper Hoffman. Cooper. Cooper Hoffman. Alana Hamm is in it. Is oh, she? A, if, I, don't, I don't know her from anything, but apparently her whole family's in it. Her whole family is in it. Um, I, I feel like I've seen her maybe somewhere before, but that could be wrong. Um, Sean Penn is in Sean this movie Penn for about five minutes. Yep. Uh, Bradley Cooper, about the same. Yep. And uh, who else? There was someone else. Um, yeah. Maya Rudolph is in it for okay. five minutes. Tom Waits. Oh, Tom is Watts. Watts. Is it Watts or Waits? I think it's Watts. I think you're right. Well, anyway, those people are in it. They're not major... Uh, major players in it. Um, the main the main players are Cooper Hoffman and Alana Ham. Yeah. Um. So, anyone else that we should mention? Mm, no. Notables, quotables. Not that I can really determine here. Okay. Although it is kind of spelled like Tom Waits. It is, but I think it's Tom Watts. I think you're right. Oh, he's one of those people. We could be, we could be wrong. Oh. He's not, maybe he's not famous enough for me to know how to say his name. <laughs> what was I looking up? Oh, yeah, whether or not she's been in anything else. Yeah. Yolanda Ham down low, provided by Todd. Todd? So far, nothing that I know about. Okay. Well, well, I've, there's only one thing that she's been in that I reckon, I don't recognize her from, but I've definitely seen it, is the, uh, the Lonely Islands production of the Bash Brothers. <laughs> okay. Which is incredibly funny for anyone who hasn't seen it, and you should. But otherwise, I mean, she's got a ton of credits, but I don't recognize any of this stuff. Is that about Jose Canseco and... Yes, okay. Mark McGuire. Yes, got it. 
Gossip girl? Are you a gossip girl person? I'm not. Uh, I'm not. A, I'm not that. Okay. No. But. Well, she was in Trolls World Tour. <laughs> Did, does that is, is that what you know? I, I think we missed that. <laughs> I think we never reviewed Trolls World Tour, unfortunately <laughs> for us. Well, anyway, all right. Apparently she was on The Voice. So. We'll, we'll go with she's not really famous, but maybe this is her breakthrough for performance. I could get behind that. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So what's this movie about? Well, this movie uh, is about a character, Gary Valentine, played by Cooper. Uh, Hoffman, poop, poop. And um, Alana something, played by Alana. Ham. Yeah. Yeah. Her name's Alana. I can't remember what her I, last name I, is. I don't in the remember movie. what her last name is in the movie. But anyway, they have an unlikely kind of pairing relationship um, throughout the movie. Uh, they have a 10 year age gap, and he's 15 and she's 25. So rather than her being five, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. So you just kind of get the. It's one of these movies where you just kind of roll along and life happens and other and like and quirkiness happens like he's a child actor and he meets her when she comes to his school and she's like a um an assistant at a at the at the photo people who are taking the the yearbook photos the school pictures right um and and they just follow each other kind of through this life of different jobs and different um things going on in their lives and uh, I don't know how long the movie's supposed to cover maybe maybe a couple years um, well yeah it gets super hard to tell how much time has passed yeah they never say any other ages except for 15 and 25 but yeah um, he also never goes back to school except for the first 10 minutes of well the movie that's true that's true so um, but but anyway it's it's sort of there's this tension between them throughout the movie and it's really about their relationship and lots of weird stuff yeah happens. with also lots of kooky characters kooky characters these cameos by all the stars that we mentioned they all play kind of uh gonzo over the top oh characters. and a surprise cameo for just one hot second of john c Riley, who's been in almost every tom thomas west thomas anderson paul thomas anderson movie there you go there you go we got there he was uh eddie munster when they were walking through the expo thank you for noticing that oh i honed right in (laughs) (laughs) good well that's kind of the plot without revealing what happens at the end of the movie todd your thoughts on licorice licorice pizza um so I think this movie falls pretty much in line with almost every Paul Thomas Anderson, Thomas Anderson, Tom, whatever his three names are. Um, Name another Paul Thomas Anderson movie. Uh, Boogie Nights. Boogie Nights, okay. Magnolia, which we saw. Right. And I feel like this one mirrors Magnolia a lot more than it mirrors Boogie Nights. Mm -hmm. In the sense of, and I feel like... There's a lot less nudity. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> but also in the sense of a movie that has just pretty good acting, I would say almost great acting, with really great character work, but just a dumb story that is really hard to stay in it, at least in my opinion. 
Um, and that kind of falls in line with how I feel about this movie tonight. Um, I felt like the acting was very good across the board. There wasn't anyone who I was like, Ooh, I don't know about that. But, and, and I feel like everyone had a chance. I think what I like about these movies from Paul or Thomas or whatever his name is. I'm just going to say Paul for the rest of the time. Um, is that I feel like everyone gets a chance to really, f- even minor characters have a chance to really flush out who their character is and really swing for the fences as far as like, you know, how they're going to portray this character, what they're going to do. I don't know if he's like super hands on or if he lets the actors kind of just play with it. Whatever he does, I like. I always like his character work. Like I thought in Magnolia, Tom Cruise's character was fascinating to me. Mm. Um, and you know, I like Boogie Nights. I thought Mark Wahlberg's fa- character was fascinating to me, along with other characters. I'm just highlighting those two. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so that's that's the that's the exceptionally good thing that these movies do. So you get these characters. Sometimes they're kooky. Sometimes they're not. But feel like there's always something special about them in these movies. But man, this story is all over the place. It's a super long movie. It's like two hours and some good amount of change. Maybe a 220 kind of movie. And there is definitely several parts where I was like, where are we going with all this? Like, I don't, the story is not tight. It, it it's intriguing at times, but then it loses for me. It lost its intrigue several times and it would slightly pick it back up with some really great character work. And then I would also, I'd lose it again. Cause I'm like, what is like, I don't know what's happening anymore. I can't tell the time. I don't know how much time has passed between the start of the movie. And now as far as like where the characters are in time, like, um, the whole basis of this movie is that this 25-year-old girl meets a 15-year-old boy. And it's their budding, you know, friendship that kind of goes to will they, won't they kind of stuff. But, like, after the first, like I said, the 10 minutes, he's the, he's never back in school. And the character is almost, like, too far to really, truly understand. Because he's a 15-year-old child actor who apparently can start his own business and then the business can go under and he'll start another <laughs> business and he his mom works for him and, and they they own a company that's like uh what was that company like a pr company pr company like i but then she disappears and from then the scene. she disappears she's, from the she's movie never like, seen again and and he's home alone all the time with his like his his brother like i just they, there's I think these movies and and Paul are is really bad about the finite details. Like it's more like these lofty, kooky characters that actors can really chew scenery and really you know go. But then it's like when it's all said and done, you look back and it's like, well, what was that story? Like I don't really know. Like how did all this really happen? It just gets too far out there for me. Um, and, uh, you know, like I thought Bradley Cooper's character was incredibly funny and great. And, but that like five minutes and then he's gone. Like, and it's like never talked about again, never referenced. So I just think the inconsistencies with the story for these movies is what really brings down these movies from old Paul for me. Um, 
So I'm trying to like give the credit where credit's due. It's an, uh, it starts as a very interesting story. I, I definitely was very engaged when the movie starts uh, started, but it just like was not being able to tell the pacing of the movie and like I don't like the idea that life all aspects of life get on put on hold for us to tell this specific aspect of life because then it's like well all life bleeds into the other parts of your life. And I just can't, I, I can't get behind it. So I, I loved watching people work with their characters and flesh out characters and all that kind of stuff. I loved, I don't know if that's just the freedom. Like I, I always loved that aspect. And that's what it kind of felt like this movie kind of evolved into was I was waiting for the next like kooky character to show up and steal the spotlight from the main story and then they would disappear within five minutes. Like, and then we're back to this kind of very boring story to me that is hard to follow and filled with many, many unrealistic things. Mm. So, I mean, that's where I'm going to be at. I'm going to have a hard time actually rating this movie. Like, cause the stuff that I like about it and the stuff that I don't like about it are like really in my mind battling that right now. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's me, Matt. How did you feel about this movie? Well, uh, similar feelings, similar thoughts. Um, I was really engaged at the beginning. By the end, I was I was kind of tired. Yeah, I was tired of the story. I was tired of the of the 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 this tension between these two characters throughout the movie. Although they, yeah. I mean, they built the tension so well, but then by the end, I was just tired. I yeah. was like, come on. How long can you draw out this will they, won't they? And I guess... Yeah, it reminded me of uh, Friends with Rachel and Ross. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't really like that show, but mm -hmm. when I was watching it when it first came out, like, I was like, I was so done with that aspect because they really hammered it into the ground over several seasons. Right. That's what this movie felt like, is that for a two-hour and 20-something minute movie... Two hours of it <laughs> was, will they, won't they? Ooh, right, right. We made progression. Oh, we regressed. We made progression. Oh, we regressed. And I was like, oh, I'm tired. I don't care anymore. Yeah. Um, so, <clears throat> yes, I like the kooky characters too. What I didn't like was the fact that there's no licorice in this movie, <laughs> nor is there any pizza. Yeah. And there's plenty of opportunity there's where they could have definitely just tons of put either one of them in there. It, at either of his store openings, he right. could have just had pizza and licorice. Right. And there's none. And why did you call this movie that? That doesn't make any sense. I don't know. Hopefully Paul's listening. Yeah. Please call us. Yeah. Or drop it on Facebook. You know, yeah. whatever. Either way. Interact. It's good. Um, so overall... I was kind of meh about this movie. Yeah, there's good acting. Yeah, there's interesting characters. Right. Yeah, it's a long movie. Meh. Yeah. That's 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 where I'm gonna end up is meh. Yeah. Um, you don't need to see this in the theater. No, no. Easily. I, nor do I think you really can at this point. I mean. Yeah. It it came out weeks and weeks ago. I think. Yeah. You you can watch it. Just watch it. Like stream it on your phone. That's fine. On your phone. <laughs> it doesn't even deserve a bigger TV. <laughs> your phone's good enough to capture what happens. You don't need it. It's fine. Yeah. So. Yeah, it was, uh, it's just, uh, yeah, yeah. 
disappointing. Mm. But also, like, I don't know. Just disappointing. I don't know if there's more to that or not. Mm. Anywho, um, how many waterbeds would you give this movie mm. Mm. out of uh, five? Five being the best, or uh, um, because then you have five waterbeds. Five waterbeds you know, is plenty, a lot. Plenty of people can sleep in the waterbeds and all that kind of stuff. Right. A zero waterbeds is just bad because then, you know, not only do you not have a, a waterbed, you might not have a bed. Period. I don't know what your bed options are, but if you take the waterbed out of it, you know, maybe you put yourself in a situation where you only could have a waterbed, and then you don't have one, and that's a zero. <laughs> Matt? So complex. <laughs> so complex. Um, I'm going to go with 2.4 waterbeds. I'm going to go that there's good parts, there are bad parts. They basically balance out. And the tiebreaker is this movie was too long yeah. and didn't know what it was doing a lot of the time. Uh, so 2.4 waterbeds out of five, slightly below average. Um, not a terrible movie, but not not good either. So yeah. that's what you get from me. 2.4. Um, I'm not too far off. I'm at a two Okay. for mine. Um, and, and the shame of it is really, I think if you cut 45, I, I feel like we say this all the time at this point. <laughs> we do. If you cut 45 minutes out of this movie, it would be tighter and better. Yes. Um, and I don't know. Maybe Paul would say it's not all about the story. You know, it's, it's the character work. Um, well. To which That's I would fun. say, well, you cut, probably know better than some I do. characters like, out of it then. Yeah, cut I some don't... characters. Don't have Sean Penn jump over a flaming thing on a golf course on a motorcycle. Right. Right? Yeah. That wasn't necessary. Because it was just like every... And I guess this is why it really, it really beat us down there in this movie. Is yeah. that every guest kooky character that was introduced, they were introduced so that more drama between the two main characters yeah. would also be introduced. Right. So it didn't really serve a purpose besides furthering the plot that we already didn't care about. Yep. So, yeah, I'm a two. Don't see this movie in theaters. It's totally not worth it. Um, From everything I've heard, it's getting plenty of, like, Oscar buzz and stuff. And I'm like, I mean, I guess maybe, like, for Mm. some of the performances. But if this one's, like, best story or something, I just have lost hope in in everything. What what would you give... Uh, best picture too at this point. Best picture. Yeah. Um, wow, that's rough. Wait, are we talking? Well, this movie came out before January, so yeah. Um, so any movie we've seen over the last year before January, right? That's a tough one. Um, and I put you on the spot. You did. I mean, honestly, this is the first year that I think I could really, really say this confidently. Is that I do think Spider Man No Way Home should be in the running for Best Picture. Mm. Like, as far as like what they were able to accomplish, the acting involved was very well, like very good. Sure, the story was a little bloated at times because they had so much going on, but yeah. I think this is the first time that I can confidently say if that movie is not in Best Picture, then they just overlooked these movies for no good reason. Mm-hmm. I also can't remember a lot of the movies that we've seen over the last year, so. Yeah. What about fair. you, Matt? Uh, I actually agree with you that I think Spider-Man is the best movie that we saw this year. Yeah. Um, I will say I did like Encanto a mm, lot. That was true. I do also really like Encanto. I don't 
think that either one of those is actually going to win Best Picture, but no. yeah. um, I think they should both be in the running, and I would pick Spider-Man personally. Yeah. Honestly, unless there's like some golden nugget that we're just forgetting about. I think there's a little bit of buzz around House of Gucci. Oh uh, yeah, that did get that might yeah. creep into the uh, into the running there. I don't I don't agree with that, no. but I think that for might best be... picture, absolutely not. Like yeah. maybe some of the from the acting, like best right. whatever. I'm sure Lady Gaga is gonna get nominated for best sure. actress or best supporting actress, whatever. I don't know how that dynamic works. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I mean, honestly. A lot of the high-rated movies that I can remember us rating at this point were from the Rocky franchise. <laughs> right. Of like, well, they're not going to be up for it. Well, I think we rated Dune okay, and I think we rated the Bond movie okay. Oh, um, that's true. I did really like Bond. I'm not sure if either of those I'd put in Best Picture, though. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe Bond. I like. I think I liked Bond more than I liked Dune. Um, I liked Bond a lot. Because I think they went places that they haven't gone before for a Bond movie. Yeah, I thought it was they knocked it out of the park when they went that way. So, I would, I if if that were to be nominated, I'd be like, good. If it were to win over like Encanto or Spider Man, if those were nominated, I'd be like, mm, I don't know about that. Yeah, that's fair. Well, I hope you enjoyed this derailing of our uh, review of <laughs> Licorice Pizza. I do think that when they release who's nominated, we should do a podcast just going over who's nominated for what and saying how much we either disagree with that <laughs> or how much we're like, yeah, spot on, Academy. <laughs> fair, fair. So stay tuned, loyal listeners. Maybe you'll get you'll get an Oscar roundup this yeah. year from us. Whether or not you care about that is completely up to you. Oh, they care, Todd. They're listening. They that's true. They're... If you're listening to this, I feel like you can you can listen through a through a, a Academy Award nomination. Yeah. Opinions, I guess. Or you can skip that one if you really hate it. But no, no, no. We don't support. Anyway, that. you watch. You listen to them off. We're putting them out. You listen to them. Let's let's wrap up this episode of Matt and Todd go to the movies, which has gone off the rails. We reviewed Licorice Pizza. There's no licorice. There's no pizza. But we gave it an average rating of 2.2 waterbeds out of five, and that is meh. Yeah. Not great. Below average. Skip the theater. Watch it on your phone. Whatever you do. Um, and, uh, <laughs> but, but yeah, thanks for listening anyway. Thanks for listening to our, our long diatribe and, and many, uh, side... that's going to be my new insult for movies. <laughs> See this movie on your phone. That's how good it is. Yes. Yes. Well, some people do that. Um, oh, but yeah, thanks for listening and, uh, we will see you next time. Da 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 da